Welcome to Rain City Supercars episode four. I'm Dan. I'm Nick. And uh, this week we've got some special guests. It's our friends uh, Kevin and Caitlin Flynn. And the uh, sniffling you hear in the background will be their little famous dog, Comrade the Pug. Um, so Kevin's a special guest I've been hoping to have on since we started this. I mean, even before I started the podcast and was getting ideas and trying to get people down, I really wanted these these two especially to be on our list of guests. Well, you've known them for how long? Uh, pretty soon since not long after you moved here, I don't think. It was GTR time. Yeah, so we, we, met we all had GTR, GTR same reason, same way That's I right. met Steve Theodore. And We've come up with the idea of calling it Godzilla. We're hoping it's going to stick. <laughs> that was Nick's idea. That's yeah, a, my, trademark. a great idea. idea. It's a trademark, yeah. In fact, no one's ever thought of that. <laughs> All right, so uh, for the rest of the world, though, you probably know Kevin and didn't know you know Kevin. Um, if you've ever seen a famous little dancing banana singing oh, along right. to peanut butter and jelly, jelly time, time, that would be Mr. Kevin Flynn behind that. No, he's the guy in the banana costume. Yes. He, didn't, he didn't come up with the idea. Yeah. It's different. Yeah. yeah, and that was uh, you and uh, a buddy of yours in college, right? Yeah, I was, uh, I was really, really drunk. I think I was, what was it, 21? No excuse. Yeah, I was... It was it was just like, hey, I, I was super hammered. We combined, you know, this this stupid song that I had on my hard drive. <laughs> and we animated this dancing banana with it. And uh, we put it on this personal site. I still remember this day because the URL was just like a nightmare. The URL was like, I don't know, 50 characters long. <laughs> it was like att.net, you know, slash tilde, slash, slash, slash. And so we put it on there. And literally just to send it to some friends as, as like a joke. And uh, I think it was like three days later, AT&T called. And they were like, what in, are you doing? Um, <laughs> what have you done? Yeah, you've, you've served like multitude terabytes of data on your little personal site. And uh, I think, yeah, within like a week, it had five million views. And this is, you know, this is before YouTube and everything. So It's amazing how simplistic the audiences are. Yeah, you know what? And you know what's funny is everyone always goes, oh, you know, how do you, how do, you do it? And, and how do you make viral videos? And it's just like... I don't know. Like it's just random. Yeah. Drink too much. Yeah. Step two: find a URL that you can barely spell sober. Yeah. And uh, so it, it became its own little legend. And uh, I think three years later, it was on Family Guy. Wow. And that was actually the only money I ever made on it was when it was on Family Guy. And uh, they made a line of T-shirts that they sold at Hot Topic, and they actually sold a pretty decent chunk of of shirts. And that was enough money for us to start my first business, and so that's where. And that was Brian in the in the in the costume. Yes, right? it, yeah, was. Right. it was Brian. Brian okay. the dog. And actually, yeah. I actually talked with uh, Seth, and it was weird because his real voice is Brian the dog's voice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I always thought that was a little bit trippy, and they they sent us all the you know, this big goodie bag of stuff, and obviously the royalties. But yeah, so it's funny though because I hate the song. I really honest, I honestly. <laughs> Did you hate it, it when you made it? Or no, I thought it? it was hilarious when I made it. But now, like, I just I hear that first note, and I just in just I just start cringing. But at the same time, like, I have to give it credit, right? Because it started my career and it started everything. So that's why the license plate on the Lambo is PBJ time. Yeah. So and Kevin is a. a big car fan and always has been i mean before the money too which is what uh before getting started in this event yeah it's one of my favorite things about you um and one of the reasons i brought caitlin your here eyes too, are my favorite thing thank you <laughs> <laughs> one of the reasons i have them both here and not just kevin is because caitlin has been here from the beginning and i think that's uh one that's amazing in today's world and so cool at the same time mm-hmm. because you been you guys have been together since what you were eighteen and oh, she was sixteen? Yeah, no, I, I was well? no, I was twenty and you were 
when we first started dating. I was just turning 16 yeah. when we started talking online. But we didn't start dating. No. Yeah. We started dating. Yeah, I think I was 20 friendship. and you were 17. It was only a little creepy. We're not, yeah, it was only a little bit creepy. We commit a crime here yeah. on the mic. I really, well, she was 12. Yeah. <laughs> I, just, I just grown my rolling. third beard. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah the, the cop had a seat over there. Um, no, and we were, God, we were long distance for a while. And then as, almost as soon as you turn 18, you ended up moving in with me. Technically moved in... No, you weeks didn't. before. No, we it's have not no like I've had another web page with a countdown timer like Christmas. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> you can unwrap on this date. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, That's love, people. That's yeah. love. But no, we, yeah, we've been, uh, been together ever since. So it's been pretty much mm-hmm. her whole life. I've been yeah. somewhere in it. And uh, it's funny, yeah, because, I mean, God, when we first started, you know, we were dead broke. and oh, God. Living, yeah. you know, beyond paycheck to paycheck and... We still, you know, we, we still had our little fun cars then, but it was it was funny because she's always been a car fanatic too. And actually, our, one of our first dates ever was playing Gran Turismo. Yes. I think it was, what, the second one, right? And I think so, yeah. yeah. I, I still remember, God, this was back in like, I don't know, 2001, 2002? Yeah, at least. And we both picked the Supra. And that's why we ended up getting the Supra now, just because, like, you know. Always wanted one. Yeah, we've always kind of been like, oh, that. that so what you're saying is you found the perfect woman. She likes cars. Yes. She likes Legos. Yes. <laughs> she liked you when you were four. She liked yes. you when you were four. <laughs> yeah. And we're and copying she, her how? And, and, she, and she doesn't know any better. That's, yeah. that's the best part. She, she's never never had any other boyfriends. She doesn't know. Yeah, she doesn't know. Uh, she doesn't know the rest of the world will show you. Yeah, that's true. Very true. Makes a lot of yeah. sense. Well, and you guys have four cars now or five? Four. Four. Four now. We're, we have a fifth ordered, which will I don't know if that'll ever happen. We're on the GT3 waiting list, um, buried apparently somewhere on the list. Porsche GT3 991.2. I'm assuming, yeah. Yeah, the six yeah. speed. The six speed. Um, nice. So I've been on the list since uh, last December. Um, it was interesting because the, the place I'm on a list at, they actually didn't even have a dealership when I was on the list. I was talking to this guy uh, who was a former major league baseball pitcher, and uh, he was like, "Hey, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm." Trying to get a dealership, and I might get a dealership. And if oh, you're talking about um, CJ, yes, I am. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah we know CJ. Yeah, yeah. and uh, so he was like, you know, if I end up getting my dealership, uh, I can put you on the list. Then, mm-hmm. I'm like, cool. And then uh, ended up like three months later, he actually did get the dealership, which is more yeah. And now he's got, and he's got a McLaren dealership and BMW. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. 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 Um, we actually were down there with CJ in uh, in. Monterey. Not Monterey, but uh, uh, Scottsdale. In Scottsdale last yeah. year. Oh, that's where his McLaren big... dealer is, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 So he's, uh, yeah. So hopefully, uh, I know he said that his list is extraordinarily long, but I think <laughs> we're like, we're somewhere in the teens, but I think his list is up to like 50 people. Well, and he's got some pull to it. Yeah. I mean, he's, yeah. He's, he's done it. He's taken his money from playing baseball and done, done it right. Yeah. So, which is yeah. awesome because he's basically pursuing his passion, right? Yeah. And he's doing it in a, in a professional way, which is awesome. So yeah. fingers crossed. All right. So let's talk about the cars you have now. You have a 2016 Focus RS. Yep. Um, what year is the, the Murcielago? 03. 03 Murcielago in six speed, mind you guys. So yes. it's a real one. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I'm biased at all. Uh-huh. <laughs> Um, and then, of course, the Supra. Yep. 95? 94. 94 Targa. Yes, six speed as well. With how much horsepower? Uh, I believe it was dynoed at 600. Um, and it's it's actually, it was the first, as I understand, it was the first single turbo Supra on the West Coast. It was actually a development car for the single turbo kits. Wow. Um, the guy had owned it 
for I think 18 years when I bought it from him. This is the one Steve Theodore. It is the one Steve so, set up. Yeah. Yeah. So Steve, our last guest on the show, obviously we Supra Steve. Everybody yeah. calls him for a reason because if you need a Supra or you need to find something about a Supra, you get a hold of Steve. And uh, we have another friend here, John, who will hopefully have a guest on here sometime soon as well. This is a big. Northwest is a big super community, and I think it's because of Steve that it is. Yeah. I think it's because Steve is here; it's become this super hub, uh, just because you know he's able to find these absolutely phenomenal cars that have been you know not molested. I mean, this this car was literally in this this guy's garage, you know, and part of his car collection for eighteen years, and so um, Steve so knew him. It, it wasn't an original turbo car. You it was. Oh, it's, it's original turbo. Okay. Yeah, it was original twin turbo, and then this was, I believe, one of the very first single turbo kits that they ever did. Oh, wow. Yeah, so it, it had 80,000 miles. You know, the guy was putting like 1,000 miles a year on it. Um, and I couldn't do that. Yeah, I yeah. couldn't do I, it either. Sitting in my garage, I'd be like, I could sleep in it, in the street, <laughs> somewhere else, after I drove it. <laughs> so what happened, I guess, is his the guy who owned it, his dad died, and his dad left him and his brother something like 65 cars. And so at the time, wow. they're like, oh, cool, you know, we, we, we're going to have this awesome car collection. And I guess the story is, they went to actually go look at the cars and realized they were all just, like, dilapidated. And so he actually said something clicked in his head, like, I don't want that to be me. You know, I don't yeah. want my, my kids to stumble on my car collection i haven't touched him i haven't loved him and so he said he decided he uh, wanted to sell most of his collection and just kind of focus on a few things um and so i guess he had reached out to you know steve and then steve called me and literally i think it was like five minutes he's like you've got to buy this car like you have absolutely got to buy this car right now and i haven't talked i haven't even talked to caitlin so I'm like, let me let me call you back. And well, you don't know about it yet. No <laughs> surprise. <laughs> Something in the garage yeah. is different. Um, <laughs> don't mind that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I called her, and she was, of course, like, absolutely, go get it. And then you know, instantly hung up and uh, called the guy back. And like, all right, I'll do it, man. And in that time, with ten minutes, he said he had three other people that were trying to make offers. <laughs> and uh, so you know, I told Steve that, and Steve called him, and I basically said, look, if you don't want your car to be flipped. You know, if you want someone that's actually going to drive it and love it, um, you know, sell it to my, my buddy Kevin. Appreciate it, yeah. Yeah, which is, uh, that he's, the guy said that was the reason I got the car. So That's I, awesome. Yeah, so I, owe, I actually still owe Steve a dinner. Mm, yes, we do. It was actually <laughs> part of the sale agreement. Number one was the guy gets first right of refusal if I ever decide to sell it. Number two is I have to take Steve out to dinner. So I still have to take him out. Steve's a big guy. I, I yeah, mean, he's going to eat a lot of protein. Yeah. <laughs> so, good luck with that. What meat would you like to eat? <laughs> All of that, it. That half of a cow, please. That half of a cow. And the other car uh, is your 335, which I know is for sale. But yes. I still, super cool car, though. It is a really fun car. I'm and actually shocked how fun it is. Uh, so turbo with the burger tuning kit. I yep. We're putting that in. Um, the intakes were a pain in the butt. Yeah. <laughs> and we got wider tires on there because it was spinning the tires. But man, we have we, we took out to a few track events. I was shocked how fast that thing was. Yeah, I mean we were keeping up with you know the the Caymans and and some of the older 911s and you know this basically it's a it's a not a base model BMW but it's not the M series. Right. I honestly think this thing could probably give a similar generation M3 a run for its money. Oh, I'm sure with the burger tuning kit yeah. and everything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, for sure. Now I want to talk about some of your other cars because you are like, like us. Right? I have well, easily no. had twenty. Caitlin pulled out a list of like. Yeah. She goes, "Oh, by the way, we're at over twenty cars we've owned now." <laughs> yeah, I didn't actually realize we we had passed yeah. twenty. I yeah. knew. Oh, hold on a second here. Actually, yeah, yeah go ahead. I know you and your side of it. I want to hear Caitlin's yes. take on your cars. 
And I don't much. expect you to know everything that he does. No. I just would love to hear your opinions on the cars you guys have owned together. Okay. Because, I mean, you've had... Uh, I'm going to bring out a few ahead of time that I've just immediately pop out right. to me. The Noble. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> which is way out there. Trying to think. I'm looking at this list of cars because, of course, he's... Yeah, but what was your favorite? There has to be something that pops in your mind. Like, oh, that was Probably... an awesome car. You're going to laugh, but probably the GTR, because that yeah, thing was fast, could and I could drive it. It, it was yeah. before I learned how to drive a manual, yeah. so the GTR is at the top of my list, but I'm like I'm glancing at this list here, though, to see where oh, I kind of came into the picture. There's the downside. I forgot she didn't know how to drive a manual when he married Yes. 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 So she, she, she taught me. It she literally, it's literally taken the past 10 years. I'm not joking. And it just didn't click till recently, funny enough. It was after, I think, we did the motorcycle class. Yeah. So once that, or that, that's his theory anyway, it just yeah. does once seem Once you learn the funny. friction zone and, you know, how, yeah. to, how to do that with so the focus. Click. piece of cake now i feel like i could drive that in my sleep but um, i'm looking at your list here i didn't come into the picture though till you had you had the lexus i think i did when which was then your first car became my first car because i bought it off of yep. you so is 300 right sc 300 yeah Ooh, the sword. well to be fair <laughs> when he had that car she was just turning 15 yeah exactly <laughs> she, she had her learner's outside. permit yeah. needed a good but, good starter car you know it, i do have to say that it's been interesting, for the most part, out of all the cars you have purchased, I feel like you've done it in a way where you've positioned yourself to make money off the car. And that's just, that's mind-boggling to me, because most cars depreciate when you buy them. But somehow you've avoided that and have tended, made money on your yeah, most of your cars. Yeah, I think you so. owned an Eagle Talon. I did. It yes, was amazing. It was, it was an amazing car. <laughs> that's like, the same platform as, like, the Eclipse, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. DSM, it actually had won, market. Yeah. It had won the SCAA Northwest Championship. And this guy had just built it, and, God, it was immaculate. That's actually one of the ones I really regret selling. Because that thing was just set up perfectly. Really? Yeah, it was, I mean, it was like a, was it, 92, 93? Yeah. And it so. had, you know, full suspension, full, you know, brakes. It had pretty much all the, you know, the easy power mods. Um, yeah, it was, really it, was cool. it was a really fun little car. But, you know, that was kind of the, one of the point in time where uh, if we were going to get another car, we had to sell another car. And yeah. so right, right. That, that's when I got the S2000, which is probably the best deal I've ever had on a car. Same here. Yeah, it really? was a it was a two thousand one with like twenty five thousand original miles. It had a supercharger kit, clean title, and I I bought it for twelve five. Wow, that is the deal of the century. Yeah, and because I bought it, it, I bought it from Michigan during the winter. That's all, that's been one He's of my strategic trips. When yeah, he does this. That's yes. mine too. Yeah. Like I mean, you guys heard my story on one of my podcasts. I drove mine back from uh, Missouri. Yeah, right. Just outside of St. Louis in January. But I bought it for ten grand, mm-hmm. right? Bone stock, wow. Silver, uh, Silverstone Gray S two thousand. All right, so I see the let's, word let's stop read, on there. Let's read, let's read, hold on a second. I need to know about that. Oh, we'll get into it. Yeah. Let's read down this list here. Oh, so, first car, Mustang five zero. Uh, okay, I would have died. Second car, <laughs> Corvette. Uh, just which Corvette? C four. Was a ninety two. Yes, C four Corvette. Speed. Yeah. Uh, third, Mitsubishi VR four. Very cool car. Pain in the butt to work on. It was a nightmare. Yeah, nightmare car to own, Scary cool car fast. to have. Uh, yeah. Fourth, Lexus SC300 uh, became Caitlin's first car. Fifth, the Mustang GT. I've got that car the worst. <laughs> Sixth. Did it, it jump curbs and hit people? No, it was it just. It broke down constantly. It broke down constantly. And the it hood was had this oh my God. huge scoop on it. It had this four and a half inch scoop on there because the, it, there was going to be its big supercharger and it was never there. So, you know, it looked like someone was stuffing their pants because, you know, it was all show, no go. No Nobody just, ever does that. Yeah, it was just Why terrible. would you bring that up? It's so random. It was a terrible Why car. is this a personal problem? Yeah, I'm, I'm not offended by that. I'm sorry. Sixth, Pontiac Trans Am. Uh, which body is this? That last was, gen? Uh, yeah, last gen. It was a 98, I think. Yeah. 
Uh, Mazda Miata, always a good choice. Yep. Uh, eighth and MR2. Yes. Uh, turbo, which one? Yeah, Turbo, 93 Turbo. Oh, man, you've yeah. had some cool cars. <laughs> that one was mint. It was, it was, and it, once again, it came East Coast in winter. Yep. My Fast and the Furious needles off the chart right now. <laughs> uh, Awkward. <laughs> Nine, Saab 92X Aero. Yes. So wait, I gotta, I have to, yeah, have let's to talk justify about this. this because th- this is actually amazing. I don't think this can ever be replicated. I bought this car brand new from the dealer lot, and I actually made a profit on it. I <laughs> kid you not. So this is this was like during the dark ages of GM, right? Mm-hmm. And it was actually Dan. It was on slick deals. I kid you not. <laughs> Someone had figured out like you could combine all these different promotions and coupons, and I kid you not, it ended up being ten thousand dollars off MSRP, and the MSRP was like twenty eight five, right? So you could end up buying a brand new. What was it was a WRX, right? Yeah, you could buy it brand new for like nineteen grand. Wow! And so I'm like, well, this is this is a steal, and I figure out, you know, I had my first real job and get my first real new car, and we just hated it. The seats <laughs> were like rocks, and it just it wasn't that fun. So I ended up I maybe drove it for a year, but I ended up selling it for more than I paid for it. That's Which, awesome. Yeah. So that Kevin and I also bond on our love of slick deals and couponing. Yes. <laughs> People wouldn't know that about me at all. I mean, if you're friends with me on Facebook for a while, you've probably seen me like, hey, if you're looking for this, or I'll hear people say something and I'll set up deals on slick or alerts on slick deals and stuff. And Kevin and I have always joked back and forth how we are like the cheapest people we know when it comes to stuff like that. Because I'm not, I've never been in a hurry to buy stuff. Yeah. Right. And so I'm like, I'll have like, I, just this morning before we had, I'm literally in their kitchen. And uh, I was like, oh, that deal on that keyboard I wanted popped up. <laughs> so it's like, we had to stop breakfast so you could get yeah, on the so, so I could order a mechanical keyboard okay. I wanted. That's what that's what threw me off about the list as I was reading, and I saw the word Saab. But yeah. when you mentioned it was a WRX, that was that one. Yes. The WRX with the Saab yes, front end exactly. on it. Yeah. In my mind, I'm seeing like this. Yeah, but it was the Saab stupid, like, the key in the like, middle. Why would you buy one yeah. of those? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. I had to look it up on my phone. Like, oh, okay, I got to. Yeah. All right, so after this, uh, Pontiac GTO. I'm assuming not a classic. It's the... 05. Yeah, 05, okay. Uh those were so long. You know what was They're amazing though? The, the tires, the tires were 245 stock and you couldn't fit any wider. Because I literally, I had 245s and they would rub on the suspension. Because apparently, you know, they were made in Australia. Yeah. What's the Holden, right? Yeah. In Australia, they had 235s and they brought them over here. They're they like, oh, we need some wider tires. And they didn't realize it was literally rubbing people's tires. This is stock. And it was just like one of these cars, like, what are you thinking? And the trunk, you know, yeah, this giant car. Yeah, I know. It was like shocking. It's like pre-modern day GM. And I think That's all I these have been manual transmissions. Wow. Except for the Lexus. Right. I think that was the only How wow. convenient. Lovely yes. <laughs> <laughs> wife can't drive a stick, and yes. yet you're buying all these oh, manual transitions. Torture. Yes. I'm terrible. And then we go to the Eagle Talon TSI. Mm-hmm. So DSM, basically, yeah. Uh, Honda S2000, which you talked about. Killer price on that. I'm jealous of that supercharger. I know. Then the Lotus Elise. I remember you had a fun God. suspension oh, story with this thing. My least yeah. favorite car. <laughs> oh. Really? Because it tried to kill us. Yes. Well, beyond the trying to kill us. That's what did it for me. Yeah. It was uh, yeah, it was an interesting car. What did we do? A 180 on a two-lane road? No, we did a 360. We did a 360. So yeah, we were dry. This is, and once again, this is factory, man. The, the, the suspension on those is held on with one bolt. So what happened was we're going uh, so rear cars. lower control arm yeah. yeah 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 the the tow link back there and we were going through a hairpin it literally sheared it cut it right in half fun and so what happened was the back wheel started you know it was pointing forwards and it pointed sideways yeah. and uh, we ended up in it's instinct because you're just going around the corner you hear clunk yes. and you're spinning because the tire <laughs> just instantly you know yeah. turned to the side yeah. and we didn't realize it I just thought oh yeah, man I'm a bad driver us. that that was 
crappy. What a stupid mistake. And I I tried pulling it over. It's like, gunk, gunk, you know, because the tire. No. no. Oh, wow. Yeah. We weren't even going that fast. I think the corner was only like 45. Yeah. Or yeah. We were going about that. And what was amazing, though, that when the, the only damage we had was when the tire popped out, it cut the clamshell. And it was maybe a six inch cut in the clamshell. Mm-hmm. But that six inches of damage was, Thousands I think, of yeah, $15,000 <laughs> of damage. Because yeah, so a whole one piece section, right? So what happened was I ended up selling it as is. Some guy bought it and just put a bumper sticker on the on the the little damage area, and that was it. So we made money on that one too. We actually made. The, I think that was the most money we made on a car. Yeah. Go figure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> After wrecking it, I somehow made a ton of money right. on it. And fourteenth, uh, a little close to my heart, a C five Z O six. Yes. I, uh, I hated that car. Yeah. It's the world's worst <laughs> interior. The interior is so bad. Yeah, like the, the, the steering wheel straight out of a, a Chevy Cobalt. Yeah, it looked like the Pillsbury <laughs> Doughboy. If you, if you picture the steering wheel and you put a oh, head on sorry. top of it, it looks like the Pillsbury Doughboy. Yeah, and the, you know, you had the big play school plastic interior. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was the worst interior. Yeah. Great, it was great motor yeah, and drive, it was a really. Good motor, but, but yeah. yeah. I love the, the, the hard switch he made between 14 and 15 because we go from Corvette Z06 to a Mustang 5.0. Like, yes. I'm so done. This is Mustang number three? Yes. Yeah, he Mustang has the Mustang three. thing. Even wow. the Mustang 2 didn't go well. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> Got to get back in yeah. there. Mustang 3 was okay, though. It was actually a pretty good little yeah, car, man. That was, that was the, the first year with the 5.0 motor again. And it was we fun. literally sold that the day we were moving here. We were yeah. leaving the Bay Area, and a guy came and grabbed it before we were leaving. Wow, that's handy. Yeah. yeah. And then 16th, this one just is like, wait, what? Yeah. Noble M400. <laughs> yes. That was a fun car. That was. Yeah, it's a it's, Widowmaker. It's basically, I remember driving, it was like the Lotus on steroids. It, it, Felt very, very similar to the Lotus, but actually I felt it was built better. Which I know is shocking because, you know, this was built by a dude in a shed somewhere because they're kit cars yeah. <laughs> versus Lotus. But I actually felt like it was better tightened down and it felt more stable. But yeah, the problem was I had no nannies whatsoever. And this yeah. thing was tuned and I think it was making like 420 wheel horsepower and, you know, weighs like 2,300, 2,400 pounds. Yeah. With no nannies whatsoever. No um, ABS, no yeah, stability nothing, control, yeah. no traction yeah. control. Yeah, when we'd go on drives and that, we were always the last Yeah, we were. Always, it was always us and like an Atom at the very rear of the pack. And there'd be these guys in these GT3s up, you know, because they have all the electronics yeah. in yeah. the world. They're not worried. Yeah. So, you know, it's funny. We have, I think I know of at least three other Noble M400s in the area. Yeah, there's a there's a green one. The, what's her name on that one? Yeah, yeah uh, I forgot her name now. Kayla. There's a gray Kayla. one we saw yeah, yesterday. There's the a gray show. one. Yeah, and, and there's, there's another there's red one. There's a red one. Yeah, there's a blue one too. I thought. Oh, so but, it's like four or five. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah there's a few. Apparently, where it rains a lot and the roads, I know, are which is slick. shocking to me. Great I will not understand that. Because I would not drive that car here. I mean, I drove in the bear and it was scary. I mean, you would get on the freeway and it would be spinning tires in a third gear. I don't know anything about that. The idea with the, I mean, I've always loved those nobles. Like, I've always loved it. But like, you just brought up the fact, the point that. Clogs my brain. It's built by some guy in a shed. Yeah. And, and it's only... Been, like, what if Bob, who built the car, just, you know, yeah, hey, his torque wrench is a couple of you know, pounds <laughs> off and things start, on, you know... It's just, Never know. Yeah. That's a great insurance policy. So yeah, you should go talk to him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 17. And this is where Kevin and Caitlin came into my life. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Nissan GTR. Yes. Ka- Caitlin's favorite. The first car you ever bought that I could friggin' drive. Yes. I might add. Did you yes. buy that new? Or was it used? No, it was used. We almost buy. We've almost bought everything used. Like yeah, I, I always, I always feel like the Saab was the only new one. Yeah, you can go off or and buy Focus, I guess. Focus. You can go buy a new car, or you can buy a couple of used cars instead, right? So I mean, we we had to make that decision with what we have now. It's like, do you want to go get a new Huracan, 
Or would you rather have like four other cards? Yeah. I've always been like, I'd rather have the four. See, I thought that until yesterday when the Performante showed up at, at our, our ending event. Yes. I was like, I was like, I would. Would you take a kidney? <laughs> that is gorgeous. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's where you start to make uh, questionable logic decisions yeah. when you see something like that. And then eighteen, which is even though not for sale, easily your most profitable car by a huge yes. margin. Uh, the Lamborghini Murcielago. Yes. Yeah. I. I think. I actually Which you can't wash. Downhill. I actually think I bought that at the <laughs> bottom. Yeah, and as we learned, you can't wash them because the uh, the ECU is open air oh, on the firewall. But... You on can't the firewall. You have to park it with the rear pointing mm-hmm. down and then a blanket over the motor. Yeah, it's uh, a brilliant Italian design. <laughs> but yeah, we we bought that. It was pretty much I think I think it was the bottom of the Murcielago market, and then ever since, and I mean my and I think we all have the same theory that. You know, as cars get more and more advanced, that they're going away from what drivers want. Right. And I think it's if you want a six speed or if you want something without all the electronics, your only choice now is to go used, right? Yeah. yeah. And so I think or we're Adam. starting to Yeah. Yeah, I think we're starting to see it with everything. You know, I, I know that the this manual Ferraris are just skyrocketing. Yeah. It's because all these companies are coming out, and I don't quite understand that. It's not. I mean, it's not more expensive to make a manual, is it? No, they're just not selling as well. Though. Yeah, but I don't. But like, but, does it, but like he's saying though, the market is going up. So I mean, they're getting more expensive, so people are buying them. I mean, it's yeah. Maybe it's because they're well, more I, rare. Well, I remember the generation coming up. That I remember when they, they made the Balboni Gallardo, and everyone said this is exactly what we want. This is rear-wheel exactly drive, as a yeah. real wheel drive yeah. manual car. And they ended up selling next to none of them. Yeah. But everyone on the internet was like, oh, this is an awesome idea. I'm totally going to buy one. And it just turns out no one actually ends up. Dan and I know one guy that owns a Valentino Balboni. Yeah. And it's Valentino Balboni. Yeah. So, That's true. Yeah, and, he, and he probably got it for free. Yeah, I, think, I think it was just for free. But yeah. And then 19, uh, the 335 IS. Yep. That's yep. Caitlin's car. Yep. For sale. It's for sale. Uh, and 20th, the Ford Focus RS. Yes. Which is... Awesome. And yes. it has a much different no, clutch than I just did. Some... Yeah, so that was the oh, car that was lost. <laughs> this is a great story. Yeah, yeah so um, I was actually one of the very, very first people that ordered one. I actually and one of the last people to get one. Yes, I actually had a spot on the list, and it was, God, it was a process, man, because I remember they were like, you know, we'll, we'll get it to you in December. Uh, you're going to be one of the first on the West Coast. And then production was delayed three times, all for separate problems that they have just mm-hmm. on the assembly line in, in Germany. And so it turned into almost a year-long wait. And then they... I remember people were actually stalking the ships that were yeah. transporting them. Yeah, you showed them. me photos. Yeah, people would we actually... multiple friends that... I mean, yeah. a good friend right. of ours, Davis, was, yeah, was he had the same problem. Yeah. yeah, the same problem with yeah. this. Yeah, so uh, my problem was mine actually got to the United States. It was actually on the very first ship, and then they lost it. And it was lost in the port. And I could not get Ford to give me the time of day. And I actually, I, I started this email chain and I actually copied a few of the Ford executive emails I found. Mm-hmm. And uh, the I, I don't think the, the, the guy that was responding to me noticed who else was on the email. Because he wrote, it was a very, yeah, very, not very nice rude reply. email. It was basically, go F yourself. Your car will get there when it gets there. Um, we are Ford. Yeah. <laughs> and I sent it to, uh, I sent it to some Rob Dom and I sent yeah. it to Alex Roy um, uh, Matt Farah, Thera. Yeah, um, and I ended up, I posted it on Reddit, which is probably what started it. And I posted the letter 
And that, I think, got to, like, number one on Reddit. And then I got to Jalopnik. Yeah, so then I got to Jalopnik. <laughs> and then suddenly, I actually started getting emails back from Ford. It's really funny how that happened. Maybe he does know how to make things go viral. <laughs> it seems to be a pattern. I think I'm, I'm just I think I'm just really, really annoying and stubborn. So, like, once I get my teeth sunk no! in this. So, yeah, so we have a, yeah, the license plate on it is found it. Uh, because they did find it, and they sent it on the first train out here. And actually, once they found it, it did get here pretty quick. That's actually it was actually worth the wait. I was shocked. I thought I I remember several times going, I'm just gonna walk away from this thing. This is stupid. I can't believe I'm waiting this long. But it's actually a phenomenal car. It grew on me because I thought yeah. it was ugly when you first were getting it. Well, that's the that's the, that's the like, joy really? of a getting hatchback that? though because yeah. they look ridiculous. <laughs> you know, they so look. Quick. I've always been a hatchback fan. Like I mean, I, I was I grew up with Subarus, and my I always had wagons, yeah. and I modified them because it was. You, I could, think super you cool. could burst up the hill, but then yeah. you could go to mm-hmm. you could go to the the plant store and get some really nice. That's Because <laughs> look at how much gardening I do. A little bit about I don't know if we have time. Home Depot. Yeah. Who knows? I know. I think <laughs> get crazy. Get crazy. Think whether Kevin realizes it or not, you're gonna probably have to keep that car a little while just because. Well, that's the I, I can drive like it. it. Yeah, she I actually drive drives. It. Finally. Yeah, finally. It took took Thought ten it would years. Never happen. You've been driving the Mercedes though, haven't you? I've taken it out once. Nice. Yeah. yeah. She can She can drive it. She just... I just need more practice. It's an easy car to drive. It is. I don't it's want to regret. It's super wide and you can't see crap she out of it. almost yeah. drove it out of exotics yesterday. But then she's like, I'm not going to do like, this oh, in front of a crowd. It's going to stall and then I'm going to be on some video or yeah, something. Yeah. But <laughs> Just tell yeah. us when you want to do that. We'll walk behind the car and if it stalls, we'll just... Yeah, just... Make... Make... It is funny though with the Focus. Like when I've taken it out, people recognize the license plate like... You were the one that did that blog. I'm like, no, it wasn't me. It was my husband. <laughs> but, but people recognize I it. It's, again, it's a community property state. You own the state. Yes. You know, but our jelly time is yours as well. Yes. Okay, this, this is PBJ time. Yeah. And then I guess um, it wasn't on our list, but the 21 Supra. is the Supra, which yeah. is what we're left with. Uh, yes. yes. Yeah. What will number 22 be is the big question. Okay. I'll be a Lancia. I'm voting for the Raptor, but he wants a Lancia. <laughs> you want a Lancia very bad. I think you'll get that before we get a Raptor if it yeah, happens. Your never ending so. obsession with reliable cars. I know. It's just like the, Ooh, the yeah, a hand built twenty five year old Italian what car. Could I get what could go wrong? Yeah, what could possibly go wrong? <laughs> you sure you don't want to go British? Yeah, this wiring's really up there. I'm in a sixties Land Rover. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe we'll end up getting a bike next because we got our motorcycle we do. license now. We well, motorcycle at this point, license. Dan and I are just trying to figure out a way to become part of this family. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, at least you need a new space. Or, uh, you know. We got plenty of room. You guys move in. Lego yeah. contractor. Yeah. I mean, I do this. I do this. Just so we're clear, we're doing this in their lego room and i am just i love everything in here yes so, yeah. we literally moved from ballard because number the number one reason was we didn't have a big enough garage we needed a lego room and our well yeah that and the legos yes. so we we had cars that were Priorities spilling out people. onto the street and we're like we really need a bigger garage so. <laughs> the mercy logo in the garage the supra the focus yeah. and the bmw out of the yeah, street i mean we had Seattle, neighbors yeah we had neighbors just giving us the stank face yeah. i mean they would see us Sorry, park and just be like the staring evil glares yeah seattle it's not a very Car Damn, family. I get those for, for different reasons. <laughs> <laughs> Legally, we can't talk about them. My neighbors like me. I turn off the exhaust. There you go. Yeah. All right. Well, let's let's take a quick break, and we'll talk about your what brought you to Seattle. Uh, as most people up here are transplants, and we'll talk about the differences between car culture in California and the Pacific Northwest. All right, we're back, uh, and we're going to talk to Kevin and Caitlin about why they moved to the Pacific Northwest from sunny California, like so many people. Yes, Caitlin, you want to explain? So Caitlin was super, super, super against moving here, <laughs> and I wanted to move here. Uh, number one, I had a I had a job opportunity, but mainly I wanted to buy a house. And yes. living in California, 
you know, we had been saving for years and years and years. And so it's just, a lot like living here now. Yes, yeah. actually it is. And I apologize for that. Yes. Uh, because my gut was that I believe that Seattle was trailing the Bay Area by about four to five years. Yeah. And I think it was almost exactly that. So we saw the monster rise in the, the Bay Area prices. And I figured if we moved to Seattle, we could actually jump in before that happened here, which we actually did. But uh, Caitlin was super, super against it. And yes. so I still give her crap to this day because uh, she didn't want to move. She, yeah, she didn't want to <laughs> buy a house. And uh, I was a grump. It yes. took me about a year to get acclimated. It did take you about a year to. Yeah. But now you like it. I love it up here now. Yeah. It, just, it took me a while to accept things and that, you know, being away from family and friends isn't the end of the world. Quick two hour flight. Yeah. It was a big, I would, I'm not understating, it was a huge adjustment for me coming from a small farming community and never really living away from family and friends. Yeah, you guys come from totally different backgrounds too, yeah. right? Yeah. Very, very different yes. backgrounds. <laughs> so, yeah, I guess... Kevin I, was raised as a small Asian child. Yes. <laughs> Everybody knows that. Well, he raised a young black man. Exactly. Um, <laughs> for those of you who are too young, that is a reference to a movie. It's called The Jerk. Look yes. it up. We're not racist, I swear. <laughs> Yeah, I, I kind of grew up uh, a little bit of a silver spoon in my mouth. Privileged. Yes. Yes. And then she grew up in a trailer park. Yes. My parents yeah. still live there. Same house. And, you know, I can't complain about my childhood. Never wanted for anything and really live very simply. Probably where I get my frugalness from there's to this day. There's something about that, though. Yeah. yeah there's, there's a lot to that. Actually. Yeah. <laughs> it, it is interesting just seeing how we both approach things a bit differently. But, I mean, I went through a time when I was a kid where we basically lost everything, which uh, sounds terrible, but that probably ended up being for the best. Because I think it teaches you, you know, not everything's free and, and you have to earn things and right. what's important, what's not important. And, uh, yeah, so we, we both kind of have a little bit of that background, but she, she had never flown no, before she met me. Never even had, I didn't have a passport yeah. either. Yeah, you didn't have a passport, you didn't have a, you <laughs> didn't, didn't have, have a driver's anything. license yeah. when I first started talking yeah. to you. Well, that's because you were not old enough, but. <laughs> you haven't gone to high school since you <laughs> But yeah, she, she hadn't traveled or anything, no, so it's. No, the world was, you know, all new to me. Yeah, so, uh, no, we, we've decided we want to move up here, you know, get a, get our own place. And after about a year of being up here, uh, I decided to start my own business, which is uh, mobile, mobile game gaming. Partners. Yeah, mobile game partners. Uh, and it ended up being the ideal place, I think, to start a business. You know, you have no income taxes. Yeah. Uh, the regulations are easier. Um, I'm close enough to the Bay Area where I do a lot of my business there, but flying back and forth is not that big of a deal. Yeah, easy yeah. two hours. And I'd rather fly back and forth than, you know, try to put up at the Bay Area. Every time I go back to the Bay Area, I'm like, oh my God, I cannot believe I lived in this place for this long. It's just, it's so crazy. Every yeah. time I go there, and it's traffic, just, traffic. The, life, the lifestyle is so different up here. It really is. And I can see why there's this mass, you know, immigration from california to here like us transplants yeah which sorry because we are kind of ruining things as we go but uh i mean it is it is just Please a do admit you're the problem. yeah no i i fully admit i'm, a, I'm a i've already given up on seattle i know we're rented each supercars but the city <laughs> itself i've completely well yes there when i say seattle Outside i mean rain city yeah, yeah. i mean the whole metro area yeah, because the, the city itself sucks uh, it's, it's basically like san francisco junior right which i don't know why you would look at san francisco and be like i want to be like that because San Francisco is kind of a mess. It's, you know... Sunny. It's, yeah, no, not really. It's <laughs> actually, know. yeah, it's quite foggy. And, and it's cold. just, it's being, it's got it's got the, the tech startups. And that's what keeps it all afloat. Right. Um, but I think you can do a lot of that stuff and not have to live in the Bay Area. So 
I think we're going to continue to see you know, more and more tech stuff here. Um, Which will drive more and more car, car culture, as we Yeah, we're and right. it is we're interesting, because there, there is a very different car culture. Yeah, we I touched on like. that in our first episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, I think people who haven't traveled to California a lot for car stuff specifically, or who haven't lived there and been involved with it, don't realize the stark contrast that is the Bay Area, the Bay Area or just that California in general. I mean, all of California compared to... Most of the nation. I mean, Miami is actually kind of similar. Where it it's is. like, look at me, look yeah. at me, and look at yeah. everything that I am. But right. here, it's like, I don't, I don't, I don't know why it's so different. Maybe it's because this area is a melting pot, but it's so diverse up here, and I love yeah. that. I mean, we well, cars are really cheap in Miami right now. Most are <laughs> underwater. Uh, and Texas too. So yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty amazing to move to a place where we knew no one, and then come into the car community and well yeah it pretty much lost count i think our entire social circle is around the car community up here i I mean the i think the way you can summarize it is when you start a conversation in california it's it's where do you work and you know what do you do in seattle at least i when i start a conversation it's usually about what what are your passions you know what's your hobbies yeah pretty much (laughs) yeah um where do you drive where are we going and i noticed when i talk about cars like people really really know the ins and outs, and and I feel like in California it's all about what's the newest, what's the flashiest, and yeah. you know that sort of stuff. With here, it, it seems like it's more passion driven, um, and I, I do find it weird because I, I know we were talking about this the other day that it's strange that McLaren doesn't have a dealership here. Oh, yeah. I feel like there's so much money here, and I feel like it's just well, and exploded. the amount of owners that are here. Yeah, right. there's a lot yeah, of McLaren. As I understand it, the uh, McLaren of Vancouver apparently threw a wrench into things. Because huh. they wanted to open a, a Seattle dealer, but Vancouver's like, well, that's our territory. And McLaren Corp is like, well, yeah, but there's, there's a national border. So that really... <laughs> really kinda... And a lot of people here ship their cars down to San Francisco. Yeah. A lot yeah. of yeah. places. So. Newport Beach. Yeah. Newport Beach, San Francisco. So it'll be interesting to see if, if that... I mean, I figure as Seattle continues to boom, it's going to have to happen. That, you know, they're going to have to... Yeah. More and more companies like will we'll have to have some sort of... Strong. Well, remember we said, remember we we got in the national news with McLaren. Remember when they were testing the MP412C and they were doing the stereo or something and it broke down here. Oh, oh yeah, no. it was a big. It made like national news. Like yeah. this car was up in Seattle, but yeah, it, yeah. it's it's funny you mentioned that. Is Nick and I touched it on our first episode. Um, we talked about it a lot. How the car culture here is really interesting. We were talking about it with, last episode with the Give campaign we did at Microsoft, which I was lucky enough to have you guys attend as guests. Um, that was awesome. Yeah, really fun events they do. But one of the coolest things that we talked about on that is the. Uh, uh, the opportunity to talk to people in a different way. Like, I mean, we, as, as employees, we had regular, just, you know, new hire staff to all the way up to senior director level to partner level. And it's like, when you're on that turns, like, that's not the conversation you have. It's yeah. just like, your cars are really cool. Oh, your cars are really cool. And it's like, they may be in totally different leagues, but I just, you get, in, when you get car people together in the passions they have here, like that's what people talk about. It's not this mm-hmm. one upping game. And don't get me wrong. There are those guys, but uh, they're shunned. And yeah, I, I feel like it. they're not embraced by the culture. No, here. they're absolutely shunned, and it's like they you they quickly realize that whatever they're compensating for is not gonna their car is not gonna make up for here. It may have in some other area, but your lack of personality isn't gonna be overcompensated by your car. Mm-hmm. If you're a jerk, you're still a jerk yeah. with a nice right. car. But now nobody cares about your car or you. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I think he brought it up. Like down in California, it's, the first questions are, "What do you do? What do you make? How much? How, you know, when's, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. when's your IPO? Yeah. When's your IPO? Yeah. And many events here, everything from you know some. some some of the smaller meets to exotics urban town center things like that people come together and, it, and it's what kind of car do you have how do you how did you get the car what's your mm-hmm. history yeah why did you buy it doesn't, why that it doesn't car? matter what you do like i mean yeah. that's what I, I love all the events up here i mean everything in, in like lame is a, a good example you go down there and you got billionaires with their cars sitting there talking to people that are just 
looking to drool on a car. Yeah. yeah. Right. It's a wonderful place. Yeah. Um, and it's funny, like, with some of the best things, we have tons of photographers in this area. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, oh, oh <laughs> man. And, and they're like... And they're amazing. <laughs> yeah, they're really good. And they're like 15 to 60. I know. Yeah. And they it's all hang crazy. out and talk cars together and compare photos and techniques. And it's like, mm-hmm. they're, they're the bread and butter of this community. It's one of the things that makes it so great up here is like... <laughs> and yeah. also bad if you're doing something stupid. Oh well, yeah, <laughs> or if you don't want to wash your car constantly, but you know yeah. it's going to be photographed and you know videos taken and no. yeah, yeah. I, I think this is a lot though. I mean, with the car community being not only so welcoming to new people that come into the scene, but even if you just need help with something, I've lost count of how many oh, people God. have like yeah. come over same day after work to help us on the Supra, like Brendan or you know whomever well, who have yeah. just nailed us out. And you think, you think they're Dan. doing it for you? Yeah, really, they're doing it for me. Like, <laughs> I'm always at him. He's like, I gotta do this. Do you need some help? I'm glad to help you. Yeah, um, yeah. Everybody is so helpful. For the record, the battery in a Mercia Lago is the biggest pain in the butt to change ever. That is a terrible. No, design. the Noble's worse. Okay. So the, you know how bad the Mercia Lago is. You have to take off the tire, right? Yeah, and the fender liner. Yes. In the left rear. The Noble, you actually have to take off body panels too. You have to take off the wheel yeah. and body panels and. Every noble I've ever seen has a battery issue. Like it's just they go through batteries like every year. Uh, it's English. Yeah. Let's <laughs> <laughs> be honest. It's English. An English car with a little issue. I have no idea what you're talking about. My English car works all the time. <laughs> I think. I mean, you see it like with. I think we mentioned earlier. You know, Steve. I think has brought the super culture here, and I think it's. You see that though mirrored elsewhere. And, and yeah, you know, we were we were bidding on that Lancia. And we ended up not not winning it. But what was interesting was I probably talked to like three or four people that all were like, "Well, I can help you import one if you want. You know, we can start looking and we can figure this out." And I don't that would not happen in the bear. I don't feel like it would. Yeah. Either. Well, more importantly, when they do, it's not a cash grab. Yeah, no, right. no, it's it's literally it's you know how, how yeah how yeah. can we help each other and everybody that's passionate about cars. Everybody wants assumes to help each that other. California is the car culture, but there are so many things up here. We've talked about this too. RWB is a, has a big base up yeah. here. I mean, there's a lot of... A, the Northwest brings in a lot of the car stuff. I mean, technology doesn't hurt. Right. But, I mean, it, it is amazing. And I feel like you actually see the cars used up here. I oh, mean, people drive them. Yeah. yeah. I mean, where else would you see a 250 GTO literally just being driven? You know, and it's yeah. driven back oh gosh, and forth. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, you see Ferrari, what was it, number 10. Yeah. And it's being driven. Yeah. Speaking of that, we had a sighting last weekend of a, a oh. dark gray P1 oh. in yeah. the University of Washington District. So we're on the lookout for that, if anybody knows what that is. <laughs> but, um, because that's that's something we've been hunting for in this. But uh, yeah, that's it's amazing. amazing yeah. And you're right, you drive. It's And, and maybe we see it too, because we're in the Bellevue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We see it a lot. It's a but Tesla, it's like, and every single day there's like 10 Teslas. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, boy, another Tesla. They're like, oh, it's a Tesla. I'm like, oh, yeah, I guess it is. You do, but you see it I mean, in the rain, in, in the wet. In, I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm probably an example of taking the Ghibli up into the mountains in the snow. It's like, well, it has all-wheel drive. Why not? Yeah, why not? Yeah. <laughs> I've got a few dirty looks, but yeah. I have a picture of my GTR in Leavenworth in front of a Christmas tree. Oh, <laughs> I see. Yeah. I was like, oh, that'll be fine. Yeah. You know, that's that's what we've talked about in the, in the first episode. This, this yeah. is a wonderful area where you can go from all the climate zones and... And this is something we should talk about as well. Seattle is one of the things it's very well known for, not just the city. The Seattle area is known for what is called the Seattle Freeze, which yes. is where um, it is extremely difficult. People say they come here from other areas and like it's so hard to make friends and do things. Yeah, buy a sports car or yeah. any kind there of you no, go. any kind of yeah, say any kind of car that <laughs> I've has become a, picky. Like I'm good. <laughs> yeah. I actually know when we first moved up here, we did experience we the freeze. It, yeah. yeah, and it wasn't until we got the GTR, that, that and then it was like up. instant. Here's all your new friends. Well, you should right. still keep you know? apologizing, <laughs> <laughs> but. Um, but yeah. even now that I think about it, my friends that are outside of the car community are all transplants themselves, too. So it's kind of funny. 
Yeah. No, I, I think in it's it's just it is a very and it's it's funny because I do meet I talk to people I'm sorry I I talk people living in California I, I try to get them to move up here because obviously we went through the Join exact us. same Stop thing. <laughs> sorry, uh, but I know eventually Dan and I would like to buy a house. Yeah, not together. But, uh, you know, well, you might have to. But what's interesting is is most of the people I talk to you know they're they're car people and they're always like yeah but you know it rains all the time and and you know people don't I'm like no but the car culture is here man and it's it doesn't matter if it rains you take your car out anyways and you have fun with it. everybody knows that mercy's melt in the rain yes that right. is true <laughs> well, that means they don't do well in the rain because of the, the yes yeah. i won't post the picture of the emergency blanket i have in my truck yes. we were on a drive on bainbridge i literally <laughs> had to oh, pull God. out the emergency blanket from my car yeah. and drape it over the engine bay because it was yes. parked somewhat downhill i had just fixed that yeah I was like, i'm like i do not want to oh, they claim God. it won't happen but yeah i don't believe it yeah. <laughs> that was it, did it actually happen to you guys? Like you watched the car oh, yeah. go out the ECU? Yeah. Yeah. It, was, oh, wow. it was within the first month of me owning it because no one ever told me. Yeah. No one said, hey. You had to put a whole new ECU in that car? Yeah. Oh, wow. What's nice, quote unquote, is that, well, number one, this has happened so often that they finally made a new ECU that's better sealed off. Mm. Um, and number two is it's much cheaper than it used to be because actually Roy told me he actually had that happen to him. He Roy bought, Katz, Katz Exotics, yeah, yeah. that's what we're talking about. He bought a new Murcielago and he was dri- actually, I think he was driving at Leavenworth and it fried the ECU because yeah. it was raining and I think back then he said it was like a ten, twelve thousand dollar repair because they didn't know. Not cheaper yeah. than the windshield. Yeah. <laughs> yeah he, uh, he felt bad that he, I guess, had forgot to warn yeah. us about that. That's so. one of those things they're like, oops, yeah, if you, you can't wash, wash your car without towels on it, it's just, oh. Don't wash this. Yeah. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> just breathe heavily and wipe. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> I've had a guy tell me that when I bought jeans before, but don't wash these. But, uh, I'm a human. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a quick break and when we come back, we'll talk a little more about driving in the Pacific Northwest before we close out. All right, we're back and we're going to talk about uh as transplants what is the worst thing about driving in this area and what is the best too we'll get into that too Prius. oh sorry left lane <laughs> left lane warriors yes oh, yeah. is that a law though like they're not so i unfortunately ran don't. about this constantly they if they only spent like a couple of weeks enforcing this that would be it like just send out the washington state patrol actually cite left lane hogs and it would clean itself up yeah, and what's what's terrible, and I know it's stupid, and I know I'm an idiot. I've taken a, on myself to start policing the left lane, so if people are oh, have you been pulling it in and driving slow? That's I, a really good yeah, idea. No, if they're driving slow, I get right up behind them and I wait and I wait and I'll do a couple honks, and if they still don't go, I will eventually go and pass them and then slow down in front of them. It's like That's here. Start some road rage at some point. Well, yeah, but you're in a fast car, so what is it? I'm it's simply stating, like, look. Yeah, what's the worst that can happen? Yeah. Some kind of priest slams on his brakes and takes up the front end. I don't know of your mercy and log up. I don't do it in the mercy. You think your ECU is the biggest issue? <laughs> but it really is infuriating. It is. It is so easily my my biggest pet peeve, and it, it, because I've driven so much everywhere else, I've been on so many road trips that I come back here and I'm like, oh yeah, everything it's sucks the worst. now. Yeah, coming uh, back from Highway Germany. One going to Monterey's. Oh, the that is Ooh. that is even worse, actually. I have to He's say, right. Highway One. Coming back from Germany, driving on the autobahn, we came back after being over there for it's like, like the two weeks. Exact opposite. And it's the exact opposite. It was like opposite. everybody was just stopped on yeah. the freeway, not even moving. That was torture. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, but they don't mess around on the autobahn. No, they, they don't. don't. That's what I'm they saying. Out of the lane. So you yeah. got used to that over there, and then we come back home, and it's like, oh crap. Because yeah. even it doesn't matter in that they enforce the rules correctly. It doesn't matter if you're speeding. The left lane is for passing. It doesn't matter if you're speeding. It doesn't matter why you're doing it all that matters is that's the use of that lane 
And so it doesn't matter if you're going 90, if you're going 200, the faster cars coming up behind you, you better get out of the way. Because that's like a $600 ticket. They take it very wow. But guess what? It flows. The freeways flow so much better. But you're there. right. A couple of $600 tickets and people are going to stop yeah. doing it. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, oh, I don't need the left lane. Yeah. yeah. And I, I know we've seen it on, on drives before where I people are doing this on purpose. Yeah. You know, we're, we get on these back roads and there's people in trucks that will purposely go as slow as possible and make it so you can't pass them. And it's right. just like a Dan and I don't stand for that. Ask us about last night when the ladies didn't want to give up their table. Oh, they gave up. <laughs> <laughs> they did it on purpose, but they gave up the table. That's another deeper story from the time. Yes, but now the... the just, I'm, they're not distracted drivers. They're just really... They're like Xanax. They're, like, they're all in Xanax or something. It's just really their own little world. Yeah, their own little relaxed world. Speed limit, which is crazy. yeah, that's what's shocking. Like you 50, actually, 50, you'll, 50, 55. you'll see rows of like three cars in a line all going fifty five. Yeah, yeah, walking. No, not even heavy traffic. Yeah, yeah, no, and yeah, you'll be empty on the freeway except for this row of three cars. And guess what? Now a traffic jam. Prius, starts. Subaru, Prius. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so that's that, racing. That, yeah, that I, I think is easily the pet peeve about oh, driving yeah. around here. I think probably we could all agree on the favorite part, especially being in Woodenville now is uh, the great country back yeah. roads. The roads are phenomenal out here. When you don't have a Prius in front of you. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Wonderful drives here. Most of them are already on Dan's drives. Don't yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Small plug I added another one the other day. I did um, uh, the North End. I call it the stress reliever. I actually did it the other day uh, with some friends. Uh, and I've taken you guys on part of it. Uh, yes. Finn Settlement Road. Uh, not Flynn Settlement Road. Finn Settlement Road. Out of my big lake off Highway 9 is my old stomping grounds when I was a kid. Um, but yeah, we've done that route together. In your focus, I remember the first yes. time. Yes. Yeah, and the focus is just phenomenal for those back roads. It's actually funny because I wish I drove the Lambo more or the Supra, but they're just, they're handfuls. Both of them are handfuls, especially oh, on yeah. these back roads. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's tough, man. <laughs> well, the Lambo's a whole lane. Well, yeah, you have literally an entire lane being taken up by it. And so you get these tight hairpin corners with, you know, trees or something. It's like, oh my God, am I going to take out my rear quarter panel or something? So Do you guys ever get the exotic drifters that look at you and as they don't... Oh, like, yeah, yes. Oh, yes, target God. fixation. That's that was bad. one of the things that, like, when, when, when our company got the Maserati and my mom was driving it, which I love, because she, she drives the hell out of it, which is great. But I go, this is what... She goes, what can you warn me about? I was like... It's called an exotic drifter. Yep. And she goes, "What is it?" And I said, "You, you'll see it. They will be staring at you, yep. and they will be coming. They, they will be coming at you." Yes. Goes, what do you do? I said, "You get away from yeah. it." Right. <laughs> I see it yeah. constantly. Yeah. 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 Worse in the Murcielago, man. The things like driving, like driving around with a naked supermodel. Yeah. Pretty it's much. funny because we we yeah. always go, man. You got to be careful because you can't. You know, you can't yeah. look disheveled you can't be picking your nose because yeah. someone's going to be filming you someone's going to get a picture yeah you're going to be on youtube or, or, viral or something again. So, which is funny though because I, <laughs> I he see, doesn't know how to go viral no i don't i see all these people taking pictures and videos and i never see them right like, where, like, what do they do are you with sending them? them to are you just like messaging them you, you snapchat it oh, yeah probably sometimes it, they go on instagram we'll find it's pretty rare though yeah yeah it's pretty rare it's so I, I always wonder you know you go to exotics right and you have like the 50 people filming pictures where do they go where do these i've never seen them yeah, you would think there'd be like compilations or something. I look at the uh, Mercy Lago tag sometimes, or just yeah. various tags on Instagram, and every now and then, every now and then, see. obviously it's a lot less. A lot less of people take them for personal, and a lot of people take. Yeah, them, I think true. a lot of people take them on their phone so that they go home or they go back and they go to school and go look what I saw. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. I can see that. I was yeah. that kid. In the high school. pictures, and we've always said this: the pictures 
are what has made events like Exotics at Redmond Town Center so successful. Because the mm-hmm. pictures have gone viral. Yeah, they have. Yeah. They have. Well, I mean, but I'm saying yeah. that's, that's people been the see main... and they're like, holy cow, this is a real big yeah, car yeah. show. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. you realize yeah, the, the depth of the car community up here. And it doesn't doesn't hurt with this amazing, you get a lot of you know amazing scenery in the background. Yeah. You know, yeah. you get the woods and you get some of these I amazing like, coastal drives. Yeah, I feel like the driving opportunities are endless, whether it's coastal, mountains, snow. You know, you have everything up here. Within... Yeah, I'm preparing a drive right now, a multi-day that covers going through the Olympics and over around to Hurricane Ridge to uh, Nia Bay, which is the farthest north, farthest western point you can drive in the lower 48 states, is the very coastal tip of Washington, then down to Quinault Beach or Lake Quinault Lodge, and then down to Ocean Shores. Like it's a great weekend drive. Yeah, we have some grumbling from. Yeah, we're laughing at the pug who's oh, just goodness. being a pug. He decided to bring his toy in here. And He's a member of the family, though, so it's okay. We'll have him on next we time, actually, folks. Be ready. It'll be, it'll be stimulating. We have an amazing amount of dog here in all of our cars. He, he rides. He rides in all of our yeah, cars. That's one of the first times I ever met you was at the Red Square event. And yes. I, I was like, those people are carrying a pug around in their Mercy Lago. Yes. That's pretty cool. We got, a, we got an awesome picture of us pointing in with his head sticking yeah, out the window of the I car. Yeah, who took it. But yeah, it was, it was just one. like, oh, that's perfect. He's not, he's not banned in any of the cars, yeah, funny no. enough. He, uh, he gets to go where he wants to go. We were joking the other day that we need to have like a, a pet day at like one of the local car shows. I think there we go. Awesome. We'll do like a car show and bring your dog. Yeah. <laughs> because that is, I think that's another part of the, the Pacific Northwest that's interesting is how embrace dogs are up here oh absolutely they are treated like children they are what did somebody say yesterday we had we had the closing day of exotics and somebody goes it's really nice for everybody to bring their cars to this dog show (laughs) 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 yep yeah, no, it, and it's that's part of the fun though. You it get to is. see all the dogs people have, and it's like you that's a perfect combination. Either know people by their dog, yeah, or and the car. their car, or both. Yeah, sometimes so. a combination. I know that is kind of funny. We're it the weird nice pug people. We are. Oh no, <laughs> we have the weird pug people. We have the weird bulldog people. We have the weird Labrador people. We have <laughs> that At least one. You don't we, look like your pet. <laughs> there yet. you go. Wait, <laughs> that one guy who brings his cat for some reason. I've never seen <laughs> that different person. Yeah. I haven't seen that one. I've seen pictures, but I keep missing it when we've gone. Like the cat's just like you know being dragged. Yeah, oh my the cat's God. like I'm not enjoying this. Cats love to be on leashes. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> especially around a bunch of dogs. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. All right. Well, thanks again, you guys, for uh, coming well, on. Thank today. you. Thanks it's, for having us. We started this because we wanted to show the community in the Pacific Northwest, and this is what we got the best feedback on. What people have told us they want to hear more of, and so we look forward to bringing you guys more interviews of more interesting people that we run into all the time that we are lucky enough to call friends. We've got people coming out of the woodwork that want to be a part of it, and we're, I mean, we're thrilled. I just, yeah, I'm, I'm it's, grateful. But like Dan said, thank you guys again. We yeah, really of course. Yeah, it. thank you. Not only did you do the podcast, but you brought us into your, your home and fed us. So, yes. You know. Steve brought us toy cars. They brought us food. Nice. <laughs> That's a win either you way. Oh, no, no, no. We're taking Legos. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We will see you guys next time for episode five. And don't just get there. Enjoy the drive.